to the Movie Shed Podcast. I am, of course, your cinema-loving shed-dwelling host, Mike. Ooh, man, do I have something to talk about today. Something that I've seen on Netflix quite a bit, and that is The Movies That Made Us. If you haven't seen it, it's a series of kind of like mini-documentaries in episodic form that uh, talk about the various films that quote-unquote made us. You know, famous films that had some kind of cultural touchstone in their time. Movies like Jurassic Park, uh, Back to the Future, Robocop, Terminator, so on and so forth. But what makes them so fascinating is the -the behind-the-scenes look at how the films came about. How, you know, messy the whole behind-the-scenes pre-production just to get a film ready and greenlit for filming, and then the interesting and often quirky and downright infuriating moments during production. The whole thing is nuts. It really can be. As well as, you know, funny little moments that occur when crews tend to go above and beyond occasionally. You know, the anything when it has a director like Paul Verhoeven in it, whoo, because old Paul, he's he's something, let me tell you. He, he's known in film circles as being difficult to work with and a, mm, a bit confrontational and dramatic. Dude's a drama queen. And when you, oh, which, which film was it that he, I think, oh, ooh. I th- yeah, it was RoboCop. Man, watch the episode with RoboCop and, and hear how Paul Verhoeven goes along with that thing. It's <laughs> It really demonstrates just how much of a nutcase that guy is. But it also had a lot of really interesting stuff. Like, it, let's stick with the Paul Verhoeven one for a moment, uh, which was RoboCop. The way that RoboCop actually came into being is fascinating. The guy who came up with it was not a writer. He was a script reader. What's the difference? Well, a script reader reads through scripts and based on what he's read will either recommend that it moves on so it can get further, you know, consideration to be made into a film or declines. Eh, there's nothing good here, and kind of tosses it off into the, you know, file 13 circular file basket. That's what a script reader does. It's an important job, but it's also really boring. And the guy who came up with it was, you know, reading all these scripts, and it's like, I am bored out of my mind. And then had this you know, interesting flash of creating his own script. Because, you know, after you've read hundreds of the damn things, you're probably thinking, I can make something so much better than that. It's a catharsis, kind of like when you watch a baking show like Nailed It. And you watch professional, you know, cake designers create this fabulous-looking thing and then you have these three average folks who can who clearly have an overinflated value of what they can do 
try and pull it off, and it ends up being this ungodly disaster. It's that kind of mindset when you're like, ah, I could do better than those schmucks. Same thing. That's kind of what happened here. And when he created it, he, well, he, he says he started it. He had the idea. Then he started looking for a partner who he found one, and the guy's, he's unique in his own special way. I'm not going to spoil too much, but you really need to watch it to get a really good handle of what the entire thing is about. Suffice it to say, he finds a writer, and then, of course, it gets passed around. And people are looking at it going, this thing is, just by the title alone, most people are really dismissive of it. Eventually, it does get made. And then the the drama really starts. Because at that point, you now have a production house who has to deal with a slightly insane director. (laughs) And then then it becomes this long-running thing of the quirks of the actors involved, the antics of the director, the fights between director and the production... And it's so fascinating. The fact that the film got made seems to be miraculous. But that's what I find so fascinating about this show, about the movies that made us. It really does pull back the veil, the mystique of the art of filmmaking and shows that it's that when you put a large group of creative people together to make something. Clearly, it's like putting... It's like taking a bunch of cats and putting them into a sack and then dousing it with water. It's going to be this ungodly thing. And yet, somehow, from all of this chaos, a film emerges. Whether the film is good or bad is you know, kind of a moot point. It's the fact that it got made at all seems a miracle. And yet it does. It's quite intriguing. The fact that you get to see quite a bit more of the background of how films start out. It comes out from an idea that turns into a bit of slowly but surely gets turned into a script. Really, it's script treatment that gets passed around. You know, you have that moment where you're trying to sell the idea of this film to studios and distributors. And then eventually, someone says, you know what, from what you've given me, it seems like a good idea. I want you to go out and actually make it. And then you actually write the full-on script and get everything going. And then you have to find actors and where you're going to film and all this stuff starts happening, all of the nuts and bolts. And it really does give you a really good highlight of the, you know, the highs and the lows here. It really is quite fascinating. And the best one is what happens when you have a film that does really well under one particular director and then you want as the production house, you want a sequel to capitalize 
on the success of the first. And that's what we get with Aliens. The fact that Ridley Scott was not the director of the second film. It was someone else entirely. Someone who didn't actually start out in the business being a director. He, he was a model maker. Fantastic stuff. And, the, and what happens when you don't really know how to approach and handle the cast, not so much the cast, but the crew, the people behind the scenes. James Cameron and Aliens, he really was hard-nosed. But it's because of kind of where he came from, you know, the Roger Corman school of filmmaking, which is wildly different from anyone else's idea of filmmaking. And they filmed this thing uh, over in Britain, you know, in the same location they did Alien. So there's a number of cultural sensitivities that got kind of trampled. I wouldn't say ignored, trampled, because it was simply inconvenient. And, you know, you have to have a good crew relation or things bad things happen. So, <laughs> like I said, there is some fascinating tidbits of information, lots of stuff to learn. If you're really interested in learning how a film is made and the trials and tribulations that inevitably appear... Give it a watch. You know, pick out a film that you're that you really enjoyed watching. You know, whether it's Jurassic Park, whether it's RoboCop, Terminator, what have you. I think they even had, if I remember right, they still they also had um, Die Hard, the greatest Christmas movie ever. <laughs> I will fight anyone on that one. It's a Christmas movie, damn it. <laughs> but be that as it may. Whichever of those films that you want to watch, if the one that really piques your interest, watch it. You will be surprised at just how bug-nutty the behind-the-scenes stuff really is. The kind of things that would never make it onto a DVD behind-the-scenes kind of thing. It really wouldn't, because it's, a lot of times, pretty, pretty especially if it's Paul Verhoeven, it's going to be pretty spicy. Like I said, that dude's nuts. <laughs> just nuts. But, yeah, it, it's a great, great series. And it will illuminate just how crazy the whole idea of making films all it really is. So, a great recommendation. Not a review, per se. You know, I have watched it, and I do enjoy it. I did find that... I was thinking about doing a review on the show itself, but I don't think uh, one of my Movie Shed reviews is really appropriate here. Because with the Movie Shed reviews, I like to give like a uh, thousand foot view, as it were, of the film. General, general stuff. And there's just so much that's far more interesting than what a short little review, you know, five minutes or less, will really give. I So I decided that this was going to be a standard show topic because this one, I re, if you are 
fascinated by the film making process. You have to watch this because you will get the good, the bad, and the ugly of what goes on. And it will blow your mind as some of your favorite films had some rather troubled moments. Some started troubled, others walked into it, and others, their troubles began as production was ramping up. So, you know, there's a lot of good stuff here if you're really interested. Okay, enough gushing on. So, recommendation, by all means. If you get the chance, watch the movies that made us. One episode or all of them, it doesn't matter. Find a couple. You will be entertained. Especially if you get one with Paul Verhoeven as the director. Robocop. By all means, try and make that one one of the ones you watch. Because, wow, you will understand when I say Paul Verhoeven is a basket case. Okay. So that's going to be it for me for today. So it's time to close up the old shed. But I will see y'all next time.